This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to this week on our collective heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And uh, we got a little green screen issue, so I'm gonna fix that real quick. But uh, we, we don't we don't have issues. <laughs> no, we're, we're we professionals. Don't. We do we, really good at this. We do. We do. Um, All right. So welcome to this week in our collective heads. Look at and that. This is where we talk about the gaming <laughs> things that we are excited about this week. Yes. Yes. I'm excited about a lot of things because we just had the PlayStation event, which. Yes. Um, I have uh, some thoughts on. I'm sure you do too. Imagine that. A gaming <laughs> show with thoughts on the play, play, PlayStation Pro. Yeah, as if, uh, which I keep wanting to call Neo. I'd, I'm probably going to call yeah. it. I'm alternating, like just like we're going to call the NX, the NX. Oh, sure. Because they're, they're never going to announce it until they release it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they still might not announce it. So I didn't. Uh, they didn't make the connection, by the way. Someone um, on YouTube on the know actually uh, pointed it Morpheus out. And Morpheus Neo. and Neo. Yep. I, how did I? Yeah. Like it, it yep. didn't click to me. Yeah. Um, right. Which means that they can call the Vita two Trinity. Trinity right. Which would work perfect. Yeah, that'd be that awesome. Would, that would be perfect. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for uh, tuning in. This is uh, this week in our collective heads. Uh, we do a weekly news show on YouTube and Twitch, unless they're down like they are today, right. uh, and a podcast as well. We are going to give this to you in every single format that you prefer. Uh, if you have a new format that we don't know about, let us know because we're on YouTube and Twitch and podcasts and all and kinds iTunes of iTunes and SoundCloud. ITunes, and we're, yeah, we're all over. We're on Tumblr and in in Imgur and uh, we're, we're not on Imgur. I have an Imgur account that I haven't done anything on, but we're on there. Um, anyways, so you're weird. We're we're gonna kick off. I love Imgur. Um, we'll kick off this week as we do every uh, every week. Uh, Major Nelson's uh, announcements for Xbox backwards compatibility. Right. And uh, usually when we when we do this, we kind of take a look and and try to figure out. Do we know these sh these games? Uh, the first one is Bejeweled Three. Everyone knows Bejeweled. Yeah, and and three is the one where you have to do match three instead of all those other Bejeweled games where you matched three. Yes, it's. I, I don't know. Okay, so Death Spank. Death Spank T O V. Yes. First off, yes. What does T O V stand for? Oh, you Patrick? don't know. You don't know? No, I don't. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought you you know. It's uh, it's uh, telemetry of view, not point of view. But telemetry, oh, so you can actually okay. change. Uh, it's a kind of a new concept in gaming, but uh, you can use your right analog stick mm -hmm. to change the telemetry of the camera. Right. right. So then you can actually get like a different view, of, like up and down, mm -hmm. left and right. Okay. So it's it's kind of cool. Uh, so and if you if you click the left thumbstick, then yes. it changes which character you're playing, so you can play as the villains too, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. But it, interestingly enough in this, it's kind of, I mean, villains is kind of like a soft uh, term for this, so Death Spank's from Japan. Okay. Um, and as we know, we, we love Japan. Mm -hmm. Japan's got some weird. Yes. And uh, this this game uh, is all uh, centered around a, uh, a, how do I put this in a family-friendly way? Uh, well, it says Death Spank. Well, I mean, Death, Death Spank. Yeah, so, so it, it, it Centers around a uh, a a dom and a sub, okay, and a and basically a place that people can go to be spanked. 
Okay. Yeah, that's my that's my nice family friendly way of, of saying of making up a game of, that you didn't have to go that way. Well, I just... anyway, <laughs> the next game is Gatling Gears, and Gatling Gears is about a a hardened criminal who used to make guns. Okay. But now he's trying to start a mechanic shop, and it's a point and it's a point and click adventure okay. where where basically you're taking all of your tools that you had used to make guns. Yeah. And like you're like some of these things you have to save up. To, to transform this one thing and then you have options to kind of build and figure out okay I have I have this this one thing that makes revolvers uh -huh. uh, can I collect all the pieces to turn this revolver maker into a into a tire maker because I, I need to make it and and so yeah and so he calls his place Gatling gears because he's switching from Gatlings to yeah. gears. I love that not only does that not exist, but also trying like your interpretation of what makes revolvers. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a factory, right? They just they go through a machine. I was gonna say no. There's 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 a whole. He makes it in his in his spare time. I was gonna say it's like it's like a reloading bench that you'd normally use for okay. ammo. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. And you actually use those to to press and repair uh, valves in an engine. Okay. Um, it, that makes sense. Yeah, but for some reason he keeps screwing up, and it accidentally has guns on every gun, every like, like every every, every one of his. And then and then like at, at the ending, uh -huh. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil okay, this for spoil you. Spoil it. The uh, game that doesn't the, exist. The very ending, it. you find out that uh, the last thing that happens is he's in a horrible accident, and it turns out that you've been playing Axel <gasps> from Twisted Metal. Wow. That's a twist. Yes. That's a twist. But what it's a cool twist. But it, but it blends the two together, two intellectual yeah. properties. Right. Uh, next we have Bayonetta. Uh, Bayonetta is pretty awesome. Bayonetta, game. yeah. Yeah, Bayonetta the, is pretty um, awesome. We're not we going to be able to improve on the actual game. No. Because it's, the, it's the, the, witch with, the witch with gun heels. And she's and she's in, in beautiful, just gorgeous. The, the, the graphics I'm talking about. The graphics. Just, right, obviously. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we got De Blob 2, which nice. was uh, on 360. Obviously, there's a lot of these, all these were on 360. Right. Um, De Blob 2 is pretty fun. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Arachnoid Live. So, have you played Arachnoid Live? I, that, that's Arachnoid Live, but uh, I whatever. Thought, I thought it was Arachnoid Live. Arachnoid Live. So. Yeah, that's a, that's totally different game. Arachnoid very, Live yeah. is. I do know Ar Sorry, Arachnoid Live is terrible. <laughs> sorry, Arachnoid Live. Have you played Arachnoid Live? I have not. So, Arachnoid Live is so it is a it is a game show. Mm -hmm. Right, it's a quiz show uh, where you play Noah. All right, and you and you're quizzing the animals mm -hmm. to see if they can get on the ark. Okay, so and you're uh, and the Noid comes in because the Domino's Noid right keeps jumping in there. Yeah, it's actually a Domino's tie-in game. But the Noid, which the is Noid ironic jumps, yeah. because the Noid doesn't survive. He doesn't make it onto the ark. Did he not make? It? I thought he made it. No, because oh, okay. there's only one of him. I see. Noah brought everybody on the ark in twos. In twos, but I thought that he went. No, it's some he brought in in fives, uh, and some he brought for for sacrifices and all that. Anyways, that's a different show. Um, but <laughs> no, he brought them in in twos and sevens. Twos and sevens. Oh, sorry, I thought it was five. Okay, sorry, twos and sevens. Because yeah, sorry, you, you know, were close. I was close. I was close. I knew there was a caveat. Uh, but well, <laughs> the Noid had to exist up until at least the early nineties. Okay. So that's why I was like, I, I thought the Noid, and well, that's his that's Noidette where the right. There, there's there's no Noidette. I know because I play Yo Noid. <laughs> so for the Nintendo. Yeah, so that's the game that it's doesn't bad. exist either. Our, our, 
Arkanoid, I don't know what it is, but we just make it. But it's up. live. Yeah, so... Uh, and then Kix, uh-huh. Kix++, plus plus, uh-huh. Q-I-X++, plus plus, uh-huh. is uh, the the plus plus is obviously because it's super big. Oh, the yeah. game itself is actually only four pixels in the corner. Okay. And basically, it's it's Simon. Ah. And then you use the face face buttons okay. to, to play Simon. You know, it's... And then you can also do it. It's fun. You can do a little cuddling game. Aww. And I hold one side of the control. Aww. You hold the other side. And yours are the <laughs> mine is the D pad. Yours is the that face would, buttons. That would be cool. And then you go like head to head or yeah. or, uh, or whatever. That's that's fun. Um, you know, it's funny. I would actually play that if that was right. I mean, I I, I think I would too. <laughs> that's that's fun. So uh, of orcs and men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this is an interesting one that doesn't exist. Right. Uh, of orcs <laughs> and men. Continuing in that theme. Of, of orcs and men is a is a game, of course, that came out on 360. Uh, this is a game that is actually based on. Um, uh, it's based on Hemingway's work, okay. Uh, but uh, they've interjected orcs and some humans, right, and some, right. some it's, elves it's, and stuff. It's but a it's parody very Tolkien. Of it. Yeah, but yeah. So so kind of in similar t- uh, vein to Oh Brother Where Art Thou, okay. how they took the um, how they reimagined the Odyssey right, right, right. and they put as, it. Yeah, yeah. As, you you change you change the setting yeah. and then you get to tell the same story exactly. of Mice and Men, yes. except it's it's in a fantasy setting with the orcs. Exactly and the, right. Yeah. So so you have you have a Mice and Men. It's actually episodic there's a couple different Hemingway things in there of my mm-hmm. son's the big one uh, so uh, you have multiple ones in there uh, but they're all orcs uh, playing through playing through all of them they're speaking obviously. they're Why speaking wouldn't in, it be? yeah they're, they're speaking in English but uh, but obviously you know with their their broken English and everything um, so that game does not exist but wait mice or the orcs are are they they don't just speak English in an accent. Uh, who, I thought the, that's how everything orcs? worked. Yeah, everything, everything works. Russians, <laughs> in in private, speak in, in an accent. Well, yeah, if you go to Russia, that's how they speak. Mm. Which so, is why international travel is so easy for oh, Americans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So th- those are the so games moving, that don't moving exist. on from pretend games, <laughs> we're going to talk about something real. Yeah. Which is the uh, World of Warcraft Legion Companion app. Yes. Because uh, Legion has has the the. You know, you have your army and your followers and your all that kind of stuff, yeah. which I don't know a whole lot about. I just know that it exists, and I was like, "Huh, this looks really interesting." Yeah. And so, yeah. So I was trying to find my. Do you, do you uh, know more about this? I, I know a little bit about it. So, um, in the not this expansion, but the previous expansion, they added garrisons, so you can okay. have your own kind of garrison castle esque thing. That's you know. Uh, your own keep, if you will, yeah. uh, and you have multiple NPCs that come and and work for you and help you, okay. and you can task them with going and getting something for you. See, what's really fun is is using this as the follow up to our pretend games because it sounds like you're making it up. No, but it's actually true, right? <laughs> so anyway, so, so they have a companion actually... app where you can like manage those garrisons. Yes, so you can That's so you can cool. go in there and you can go, okay, I'm not playing. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm, I'm waking up, getting ready for work, working. Mm. So you can you can manage some of those tasks that work in game. Okay. You can manage those on an app. That's nice. Um, which is something that I uh, I actually pitched this to Bioware, ridiculous or was it not Bioware? Uh, makers of the Old Republic, because Bioware didn't do the Old Republic. It was uh, um, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So I pitched this to the Old Republic uh, five People. years ago, um, because in the Old Republic, it's a huge part of the game mm-hmm. is your companions. Yeah. And you bring a companion with you, but your companion that is not with you, if your companions are not with you, right, send, send them you out can send them off. Tasks and I mentioned, yeah. I, I, I pitched this, designed it, and sent off a document to them, and they didn't use it, but apparently it's on World of Warcraft now. Right. Uh, so 
which which I think is is really cool because this is another way of, of reminding you to play the game that you want to play anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned this before. There's there's a tactic in a lot of uh, a lot of apps and games, uh, Bejeweled and uh, Bejeweled, uh, Candy Crush and some other games. They'll they'll remind you. They'll be like, oh hey, it's hey notification, notifications. Whatever, yeah. But also they have like you know daily uh, daily quests and stuff. So WoW already has the daily quest, but didn't have really a good reminder system outside of yeah. that. So for it to not actually push a reminder to you, right? But, but for you to casually be, on, be like, yeah, yeah, and just kind of keep it keep it in your mind, keep. Warcraft in your pocket, which is a th- really clever idea. I think it's a really good idea. Um, I'm curious to see how this how this uh, does. I haven't, yeah, because it's like free tied in kind of thing. Um, I'm curious to see how many people use it to its ex- full extent and everything. I, I would love to know the metrics on that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but it's but it's an interesting one too. Yeah. Uh, so far, uh, speaking of World of Warcraft, uh, the reviews for the uh, for the new for Legion have been really really astounding. Yeah, people are people are really excited. People are really loving it. Uh, this there's a really big there's not a, I mean previous expansion had a lot of PvP. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had some PvE. This has a lot of PvE. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of cooperative between the yeah. board and the alliance, uh, and and really uh, interesting ways. Yeah. So uh, check it out if you played World of Warcraft before. Yeah. yeah. Next up we have uh, okay. So the Dolphin Emulator, which started out as, hey, let's do this thing and make it where we play GameCube games. Yep. Um, the GameCube is is a is a very difficult system to program for. I would imagine that that basically things that are not PlayStation 4 and Xbox would be really hard to emulate. Yeah. Because you know they're going to use proprietary software or proprietary hardware, yeah. and like the whole thing is going to be designed around mm-hmm. whatever. And so so yeah, the GameCube library is now entirely functional yes. in the Dolphin emulator, yes. which is amazing. Very and very it, awesome. It, it makes me really happy because. The GameCube really didn't sell that well. Like it's it's not, you know, it's not the Wii U. It's, it's a fun console, <laughs> but, but it didn't it didn't sell that well. Yeah. Uh, the Nintendo hardcore people bought it. Hardcore gamers bought it. Um, the Wii is where they where they said let's cater to people who aren't the hardcore gamers. Let's yeah. get everybody in here and, and playing. Uh, and the, the and there's a couple reasons for that. Uh, you know, the proprietary discs and everything. I think that's that's another part of the yeah. the reason and the formatting. Um, well, and plus trying to trying to figure out how to make the controls, like the yeah yeah. I, I, I like I like using the controller, but I can only imagine what a nightmare that is to try to. How are we? Where are we gonna put the? Where, where, where do you are put these buttons? This? Go? That's one thing I really like about uh, about the generation that we're in now. Uh, Xbox and and PlayStation, you yeah. know, we can fight about which one's better. Um, spoilers, uh, both, um, yeah. but for different reasons, but. What I absolutely love about this generation is we have we have a basically a standardized uh, uh, controller system. Yeah. Now it's not exact, yeah. but and there's, there's the the touchpad and touchpad, like the offset. There's, like yeah. there, there's there's different there's different elements, yeah. but but the basic yeah. form factor. Two analog sticks. Right. Uh, uh, bumpers and triggers mm-hmm. and four face buttons on your right. It's the same on yeah. both. And it's, then you it's, have a, a it's a beefed up version of the of the Super, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo <laughs> controller, <laughs> which became the PlayStation it controller. Is. Then they added the analog yes. sticks, and then they've slowly iterated yes. on that. And so yeah, and it works so well. Um, I think that uh, it works so well that other people are trying to uh, come up with better designs, like the Steam controller. Yeah, and it doesn't do it. it doesn't work. I mean, it, it works, but it doesn't do it as well, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. um, 
but I think this it makes is, me really happy for preservation. Yes, I think that's that's the biggest thing, that, the key thing to remember on this. And we're in a generation now, which uh, some people are talking about with the with the new uh, the new term the PlayStation talked about uh, this week, the forward compatibility, yeah. uh, as they tried to coin. Uh, I think we're in a new generation where that will be a, a different type of problem. It won't be as much of a problem. It'll be kind of a different tactic. Yeah. In this case, we're trying to preserve games that. Uh, you know, on optical discs or on cartridges that will wear out over time. And to preserve those uh, for archival purposes, uh, I think is, is great. I think having a really solid way to emulate these uh, is, is fantastic. Uh, what was it? The Dreamcast uh, as well. Mm -hmm. Dreamcast was just, I don't know if you saw this, Dreamcast was just recently uh, fully um, uh, jailbroken and emulated. Not not jailbroken, but like right. uh, they have an emulator that will run Dreamcast games. Now they're Good. trying to tweak that as well because that was one that has a, a great library yeah. that it's it's hard to emulate on. I I, I really like the the GameCube library because like in in particular uh, Metroid Prime, mm -hmm. the best Mario Kart game, and. Uh, Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball, where you where you tilt the world to go yeah. with your little, yeah, that uh, that thing is just fun. Yeah, and I think that there are certain games that we will see remasters of. Like we got mm -hmm. a remaster of, of Wind Waker. That wasn't yeah. obvious. It happened, and it was, yeah. it was it's amazing on 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 Wii U. Um, but I think there are a lot of games that won't get that love, and I think this is great for that for that yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah, very happy about that. Um, so. Speaking of Nintendo and, and things, uh -huh. um, Animal Crossing now has Hello Kitty merchandise in it. Yes. <laughs> because why the heck not? Um, so yeah, it's 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 only in Japan, but Animal Crossing, like they they added in Hello Kitty stuff and merchandise, and, and like the the you can have the characters with T-shirts and all the kind of. It's just. It's it's, it's 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 funny. I don't know who I, wants like this, but somebody wants it apparently. I'm trying to find my. I had a. I don't have an image for this. I, I had okay. an image for it, but okay. Uh, I don't picture, see a picture picture in for your it. mind. Yep, picture in your mind. Animal Crossing and Hello, uh, an Animal Crossing version of Hello Kitty, and it's not very hard to, to imagine. Yeah, it's 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 a fun, cute crossover. Only to Japan. Only to Japan. Only to Japan. I, I did. Yep. Uh, okay, but. Um, I'm fine with that because... Well, I, yeah, because Hello Kitty hasn't migrated in any way, shape, or form over here. That's not a thing. Yeah. Some Japanophiles are probably upset about this. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, these are two intellectual properties that um, that I'm... I didn't... I tried to get invested in, in Animal Crossing New Leaf, and I, I, I played it a little bit. I'm like, okay, I get it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not great. I thought Whitney so, would enjoy it more fun, than would. Fun fact about New Leaf. Um, the month that Federation Force came out... Animal Crossing New Leaf outsold it. Well, animal... And that game is four years old. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It Federation Force did not crack the top fifteen yeah. DS sales yeah. at launch. Because That's nobody insane. wanted that. Nobody yet. Nobody did. Anyway. But something I do want yes. is Koi on Vita. Yes, we we talked we talked about this when they when they originally announced it because you get uh, your Vita Koi is here. Yeah, Koi is the game. Uh, it, this is the first game that's coming basically to to the West and mm -hmm. Japan, I think. Yeah, um, that's out of a out of a Chinese based studio. 
Yes. And so I'm excited about this because this, this is a, a new studio doing a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is this is coming to coming to Vita. So I'm gonna buy it because I support people who support my Vita. Of course, I, I love I love the design. I love the the beauty and the simplicity here. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm also very curious. I mean, I know that they've they've been secretly bootlegging, not secretly bootlegging, uh, American games, Japanese games, and all of that. Yeah. Um, and they've also been playing, uh, you know, phone games and everything. But because of the embargo through for China, they were not supposed to be playing, or they weren't legally allowed to be playing a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of American games, Japanese games. So I think it'll be interesting to see this, a, a Chinese studio's take on on gaming and their, um, you know, and their their culture. And yeah. I, I know where they're just playing a fish, but this is a this is a big deal. This is a huge open door for China. Yeah. And the the other thing is that um, like there there there's there's an entire group of people there mm-hmm. who who have done programming who want to do programming. Yes. There's this entire untapped market of potential developers. This is where that starts, and that's that's exciting to me. And they want to play on Vita. Oh, because yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I, I'm glad it's on Vita, but I think and I think it makes a perfect sense for it to be on Vita mm-hmm. because Vita is such a big seller in Japan. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, they have the, the, the developer has the same mindset when it comes to uh, uh, their game. Mobile and mobile. Yeah. And, well, and, yeah, because because of the the population is is vastly crunched into these overcrowded cities, and so console gaming works best when you have like. Big TV, some space to sit back and everything, and when you have this little area, you know, your little studio apartment yeah. and everything, and uh, like my cousin went over to, to China, and she lived in, like, with a couple of different families, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how much, or how little, in, in how cities, little right? space, yeah, yeah, how little space there is yeah. for the entire family, and so mobile gaming and handheld gaming is something that absolutely makes sense there, and so if it's why mobile gaming and uh, PC gaming mm-hmm. um, uh, it has taken over so much in China and in Korea and those areas, because if you are in in one of the large cities, you don't have a lot of space. And mobile gaming and PC gaming, where you're really you're looking at a ve- you know what, yeah, eight square feet if that, yeah, and that's all you need. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about it. Another thing I'm excited about because I, I I'm gonna buy this anyways, obviously. But uh, Nintendo is going to be doing a uh, a giveaway for the NX. Yeah, that they still haven't announced. Yep, they haven't announced the NX, but they've announced that there's the giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see uh, the details on it. Did you see the details uh, on I, how to get? I involved? saw and forgot them. We're we're linking those, uh, you know, in the description and everything like we always do, so you can grab them there. Uh, if you're watching live, I'm gonna update uh, the description on YouTube so you can see that. Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, okay, so it's a Splatoon tournament thing. Uh, if you're if you're really really good at Splatoon, there there's like a, a hosted event going. I and no offense to Splatoon, but I feel like that's a uh, that's not an oxymoron. But I mean, it's it's that's a bit not odd. a game that that's not a game that lends itself to. Um, it lends itself to, to skill play. It's more of the just fun and, and ridiculousness than for, anything for else. For a lot of people, but there's yeah. like there's another tier yeah. of players, and there's always yeah. I guess there's always that other tier of players. Um, but I want an I want an NX, but I don't play Splatoon, so so, yeah. so I guess I'll just have to buy one because uh, 
I've I'd, heard I'd, Splatoon is fun though. Yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon is fun. It's it, it's weird and goofy. Um, <laughs> what so isn't? Ne- next up, we have uh, okay. So Virtua Fighter Five, and uh, I don't actually remember any of the other ones. But um, in Yakuza Six, mm-hmm. they they're putting arcades yes. in the game, and in those you can play other Tecmokoi games that that they have decided hey come come play this because uh like virtual fighter 5 in particular is interesting because um that it's 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 just been kind of missing and it's it you can't really it's really hard to find yeah and i love virtual fighter it's one of my favorite uh fighting games um the, the three-dimensional move kind of blew my mind back yeah. in the day. But you also have Puyo Puyo, which I haven't played. You're probably Yeah, sure. Uh, Outrun and Fantasy Zone. Uh, again, uh, games... Outrun Outrun is the one where you're in the convertible and every time you uh, flip your car, then the blonde in the passenger seat yells at you, right? Oh, is that what that was? I think it is. I haven't played that. So, yeah, it's, so it's... now I can play those in, in Yakuza 6. So, yeah. Which is, which is cool. I, I feel like when I saw this, the first thing that I thought of um, was Shenmue. And mm-hmm. the arcades and everything. Yep. So I think that's it's really cool that um, that these are in here because you'll be able to play these. And that's not straight up preservation, obviously, but it's kind of fun to be able to include your own titles within your titles. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like, uh, it's it's also really interesting because um, I I was reading this thing about the the progress of consoles and everything, and uh, the the entire PlayStation library fits onto a PlayStation 4 default hard drive. <laughs> yep. Just because. All of all yeah, of them, yeah. All of them, yeah. Which is amazing. Yep. Um, Pretty amazing. Yeah, also amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the second month in a row, yes. the Xbox One yes. outsold the PlayStation. Yes, and this, we no longer have the caveat of they're giving away old ones as much. They are yeah. still giving away the old, old model, but we're talking about a lot of the Xbox One S. Mm-hmm. Um, and... One of the reasons being, I, in my opinion, is the is the slimmer design. It's a much better design. Um, there were some some people who were upgrading to this, but the 4K streaming yeah. is fantastic, and I hate that because it's not actually the size difference. It makes it look like it was it was ridiculously small. Um, but the 4K streaming, 4K Blu-ray as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we learned recently this is going to, well, this kind of segues into, we'll talk about Sony later. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about Sony later, but 4K Blu ray is compatible in the in the Xbox One S. Um, it's also, it's crazy quiet. It's, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Um, I think that's the reason that a lot of people were buying it. They were trying to future proof. Yeah. Um, well, and that's that's the other thing is they've, they've said, you know, going forward, you buy this, you get to keep playing the games and the backwards compatibility, which was which was a big deal at the time. Yeah. And like, they're they're really reaching out to, to make sure that the entire library and reaching out to their people and finding the people that, that made the 360 such a success. And they're like, hey, Come along with us. We'll we'll do a thing together. Exactly, and it's working. Yeah. and that makes me happy because um, competition is good for everybody. When 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 gaming when gaming consoles compete, yes, and when developers compete, we win. Yeah, we because do. that makes them that makes them work harder. You know, harder, better, faster, stronger. Exactly. Not faster. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't go any faster. Yeah, but yeah. So so that. Yeah, we, we, we've talked about that a lot, so Very happy I'll, I'll leave it there. But Well, um, we didn't get to talk about uh, Nintendo, uh, Mario. And, and 
uh, Miyamoto jumping onto the Apple stage. <laughs> because yes. Yes, fantastic. Uh, Mario Run uh, is going to be on um, on iOS devices. I didn't yeah. see Android as well, right? Later yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's coming to Android yeah. later. Yeah. Because, so, but yeah. I I love. I, we've been waiting for this forever. I mean, on Android, as you probably all know, there are Android versions of uh, of emulation and Mario that technically aren't quite legal. But this is this is fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for it. And and it because like the I, I, saw I also the, love I that saw their the, video was was vertical, just like on the. I saw the title initially, yeah. and I was like, Mario Run. There's an infinite. You thought it was an infinite uh, runner. <laughs> I don't want to play this. Yeah, but actually watching it, yeah. And and the other the other thing that makes me so happy about it is I said, okay, there's going to be a price for this game. Then we're going to stop asking you for money. Yes. Yes. That's what we want. Do that. Do that. I hope it's like five dollars. Yeah. Because that 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 is an easy, quick purchase. Yeah. Uh, if it's more, if it's ten dollars or more, uh, it doesn't work as well on on mobile. I think they've learned. Yeah. That, I think well, if they were talking to Square, they would learn their lesson on this. But I don't know if they have. Um, so I'm hoping it's about five bucks. Because I will buy that for five bucks. Oh, yeah, I will yeah. play the heck out of it. Uh, another thing I'm I'm looking forward to buying uh, whenever I can actually get this freaking thing is the uh, the the Pokemon. Um, the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon Go on Apple Watch. Yeah. Well, no, I'm at the accessory, but let's talk about oh, the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Pokemon Go on Apple Watch, which I think lends itself very well to the Apple mm -hmm. Watch. So we're already yeah. Bluetoothing to uh, to the Apple Watch. Uh, we were talking about Bluetoothing to the uh, to the Pokemon uh, accessory, anyways. Mm -hmm. So this basically is just saying, okay, well, you know, this is Bluetoothing all the information. So you can see what's nearby. You can catch whatever you need to, ca uh, you know, as you saw there, was it here? Uh, you know, Wild Snorlax appeared, so you can then catch it. I think yeah. it's it's great. Um, it's one thing that I'm looking forward to when I get the Pokemon accessory. Yes, which, which is coming which out is September, still... September 15th, which yep. they, they bumped up the date a little bit. Yeah. So I I would imagine that That's even, okay, even, <laughs> even, though, even though it's not, Nintendo, mm -hmm. there's going to be a shortage of these. Oh yeah, guaranteed because that's just how they do things. Yeah, there there will be a shortage, uh, and I don't think it's a, I think it's a Niantic, oops, we don't know what we're doing. Shortage. I mean, um, I mean that's how the game works. So <laughs> so why wouldn't we? Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to being able to play this way because I like playing the game, mm -hmm. uh, but I also would like a version where I can just go about my day. And then I just get a little bump and, you know. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm about that. Bump. <laughs> bump. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like that because if you're if you're walking in the mall or a park, um, I'd like to be able to just walk and enjoy the outdoors and mm -hmm. then get a message. And or, then come home and play. And then come home and play. And come home and do my, uh, my inventory management and everything. Yeah. Um, it, even better, I know that they they halfway squashed this. I would love to be able to do this on a run because when you're running, I would love for it to for it to vibrate. You hit it, and for you to try to try to catch it. Yeah, there's um, there's there's a lot of different things they could do with this, but um, but yeah, those those two are are really I'm excited about it. I'm excited about being able to being able to play it this way because I would like to play it without having to stare at my phone and hurt my neck for a freaking hour. And yeah. I'm not saying that because I'm old. I'm just saying, 
you're doing this. That's not good for your neck. That's not yeah. good for your neck. So, which I can't wait to see in like uh, 15 years, all the the epidemic of pro- people having issues with their necks yeah. because get chiropractic adjustments. <laughs> a lot, yeah. a lot of them. Yep, you're gonna need them. Uh, so we we mentioned earlier the uh, Sony had their uh, the PlayStation event mm-hmm. and the PlayStation where, where they event, announced the Slim yep. and the PlayStation yes, Pro. which we knew pretty much everything about both of these before the event. Yeah, uh, this may be the worst kept secret ever for the internet for a, for a game developer, and I don't know. I'd, NX tops it. <coughs> okay. Because we're still but only we, supposed we're, to know we're speculating, that it exists. but we're speculating. Yeah. So now, now if it's February, if okay, if they announce it in December, mm-hmm. and it's everything that we are speculating that the NX is now, mm-hmm. then yeah, I mean, I guess that. But we had drawings three, two or three weeks before. We mm-hmm. had drawings uh, of uh, of what the PS4 Pro looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing we didn't have was the name, but we had we had right. drawings of and what it price. looked like. We had uh, speculation on price, which was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, we had speculations on price. We had drawings. Uh, we had uh, the only two things that didn't have, sorry, the only two things that weren't leaked were pl- were um, the fact that the Pro does not do 4K Blu-ray mm-hmm. um, and the name. And that's it. Everything else we knew. Um, let's start with the, the, the PS4 Slim, which uh, was initially leaked by someone who actually had their hands on it before it came out. And yeah, that was that, that was a fun out. leak. Yeah, so we'll start we'll start with that. Uh, the slim, I think, well, those are those are specs. Uh, the slim is, um, I actually think it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it's 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 slimmer. It has kind of more rounded edges uh, than its predecessor. Yeah, the the aesthetics, like some people were were complaining about it. I don't care. I'm not gonna look at it. I'm looking at the screen where I'm playing my games. <laughs> It it does kind of remind me of uh, of a modem when it, it's when it's vertical like that. It looks like my modem sitting right over there almost. I yeah, mean, very much so. Yeah. Uh, so there's it with all its accessories, which um, you know doesn't really surprise me. I am kind of bummed though that uh, that even even with the even with VR coming out, yes, which will be plugged in via USB, yes, that we've still only got two USB ports. That's a problem. It's all we have for the Xbox as well. Yeah, um, we, we need more of those. I know that uh, we're, we're in a, an age now where a lot of devices are linked via Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you have, you know, let's say you got Lego Dimensions. Mm-hmm. That's USB. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have uh, Disney Infinity. Yeah. That's USB. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation uh, the VR. That's USB. Yep. I don't want to mess with cables. I want to get everything set the way it needs set to be up, set and then, and then run the cables walk away and leave it alone yeah. yeah that way I can just walk up and play it um I mean I, I like that I mean there's there's really not a lot to say about the PlayStation other than the aesthetics of it being more rounded I like it I mean it's smaller it's sleeker hopefully it uh well, not quite also sleeker quieter quieter Way, way more. That's that's really what it what it boils down to. Both the Xbox uh, Xbox One S and the uh, Slim uh, are quieter. They're a little. They're more efficient in what they do. Yeah. Um, but here's where here's where we change gears because Xbox. Gatling gears. Yeah. <laughs> here's where we change Gatling. Gears. So the Xbox One S was meant to be a slim version of the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. With slight upgrades in efficiency of power, 
Right. With uh, speed, of it actually does run games. Your your load times are a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, and it does 4K uh, streaming. So that's cool. Yeah. The PlayStation Slim does not do 4K streaming. It does 4K streaming. It does. I thought, I thought it didn't. Yeah, it does 4K. 4K the, it, the Slim. Uh. No, the Slim does. The Slim. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Think, you can double think, check me. Right. You can double check me. Um, really, what I'm getting into is the the PlayStation. PlayStation's announced a Slim and the and the PlayStation 4 Pro. Xbox announced their Xbox One S, which is out, and then the Xbox Scorpio, which is coming out a year from now. So if you try to compare these, you really compare. You're not comparing straight up apples to apples anymore. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the X, the PlayStation 4 Slim does not do 4K streaming. The Xbox One. Xbox One S does 4K streaming, does 4K Blu-ray. So when it comes to media, Xbox has completely locked this down. The, the Slim, the Slim does 4K Blu-rays. 4K Blu-rays, yes. Huh. The Slim has a 4K Blu-ray player, 4K streaming Netflix, 4K which streaming is, everything. Which is bizarre because uh, PlayStation for, for a long time. I mean, the the first one, the first one played CDs and you could use it as a music player. And then the PlayStation 2 was was DVDs and the PlayStation 3 and and 4 were Blu-rays. And because so it, PlayStation ha- Sony has the the copyright on Blu-rays. Yeah. They're one of the copyright holders. They're the majority copyright holder on it though. Yeah. But they just they opted out with the PlayStation 4 uh, Pro opted yeah, out to to bring down the price. Bring and, down the price uh, because they wanted to hit that $400 price point. They brought down the price, uh, and they're also they're also hedging on uh, what they believe is that that Blu-ray and 4K Blu-ray are gonna kind of do their own thing, and then streaming is really the wave of the future. Yeah, I can't really fault them on this completely. I just think it's really funny that yeah. they have the they. Ha- Part of me wishes there was an option. Yeah, which, five hundred dollar model, which, which is what I thought the Pro was going to be. A lot of people did. Uh, so the the four the Pro instead, we got here's our uh, our first look at the Pro as uh, is it the Pro. Yeah, that's the Pro. See, it looks so much yeah. like a sandwich. Um, yeah. Uh, so again, on the vertical stand, um, you can tell. You can tell because it's got the three. Yep. Yep. So the the sandwich design, as people are, are referring to it. Uh, nom, 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 nom 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 nom. So you have the br- the bread and that meat inside, and you know the PlayStation Four, the Pro looks, uh, it looks good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that it missed the mark in a couple in a couple ways. I think some people were hoping that the PlayStation Four Pro would be almost as good as the Scorpio. Yeah. And what we're hearing from the developers that are working on Scorpio, and obviously Scorpio's a year out. We don't have the full specs and everything, yeah. but we're hearing, yeah, that thing's about half as powerful. Right. So, which is still twice ish as powerful as, as the, yeah, yeah, it's it's stuff's, stuff's gotten weird and confusing, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not I'm not a huge fan, but I still get to play games, and I'm going to keep my PlayStation oh, Four yeah. until it dies. Yeah, uh, the the thing is, the PlayStation Four uses DDR5 RAM, mm-hmm. right? The Xbox One uses DDR3. Mm-hmm. The Xbox One S, DDR3. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know. Now, now I do have we do have the specs on this. Um, so we I, I'm going to give you what I would consider uh, the actual specs. These are sorry. These are the actual the actual specs on it. If you if you speak geek, um, so you have an increase in CPU uh, uh, processing. This is an eight. This is an eight Jaguar. Uh, this these are both Jaguar architecture. Mm-hmm. It is not the same chip. Yeah. Um, you have uh, 
double the uh, the components in regards to GPU. Mm -hmm. It's considerably better in regards to GPU. I know uh, 911 compared to 100 doesn't sound like that much. Uh, it is yeah. uh, the memory on this. It's so you both have you both have uh, DDR5, but it's but considerably the quicker. Speed is, yes. Yeah. Trans considerably trans uh, better transfer speed. The Xbox One here, uh, you have the uh, the actual specs on that. You can see the Xbox mm -hmm. One is just a little bit a little bit better than the PS4 in regards to the CPU. It is still uh, less uh, in regards to the uh, the actual uh, what is it, graphical computing units, whatever it's mm -hmm. called. Uh, but uh, it's a little bit better than the, the PS4 in regards to GPU. Uh, again, still using DD DDR3, but it's a decent, uh, you know, decent speed on that. Yeah. Now here's where we get into the to the fun stuff because obviously we are speculating, but the speculation uh, on the Scorpio is is considerably better now. Uh, the the speed is about the same. Uh, is a little bit in between the PS4 and PS4 Pro. Uh, you got a little bit more for hyper threading on there. Uh, you have much more uh, bandwidth when it comes to the to the memory. I'm really hoping this is DDR5 like they're mentioning. Uh, but really, what it boils down to is the Scorpio is more than likely going to be more powerful. But yeah. let's let's talk about the the 4K content. So this is the Pro. Um, so 4K contents can be uh, so 2K TV stuff optimized for uh, 1080p. Who has a 2K TV? Nobody. Um, Nobody has a 2K TV. So moving four, on. 4K TV. Uh, so uh, if it's for uh, if it is 4K, it's going to display it native. It's going to just stream it through. Uh, so and if if it's 4K display uh, display the content. Uh, so if the content is HDR supported, it will display in, H in HDR. The high dynamic range I think is the biggest thing we need. We we should be hitting on here. Yeah. Uh, also, if you look on the right hand side, there basically saying uh, it'll if it's less than 1080 it'll upscale to 1080 if it is 1080 it'll try to upscale to 4k and if it's if it's HDR compliant it'll HDR compliant also interesting um, people people who are looking to to purchase a 4k TV now um, both both the Xbox one uh, slim and the Scorpio and the, and the uh, PlayStation Pro, Pro mm -hmm. all of those are using uh, HDR10 rather yes. than Dolby, which those right. those were the two, which means that the Dolby's out and more than yeah. likely H HDR10 is going to be the, the the one that takes the cake. And they even mentioned this in the conference. Um, I always forget the guy's name, the head architecture uh, head, Cerny. 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 So Cerny even mentioned it in in his uh, in his speech, which I, I love the guy. I really wish they would just let him talk instead of read off a teleprompter yeah. um, because a lot of it, it was, you're hearing him read uh, you know marketing speak but he yeah. did mention he was very clear about this and I'm glad they pointed this out HDR high dynamic range there are multiple formats there is not a specific uh, there's not a specific guideline on them yet yeah that's all it's, being it's ironed out yeah well, so it's, it's kind of a hope this works <laughs> So mm -hmm. I, I'm what I'm what I'm hoping will happen is the the fact that these companies are all uh, have all put their uh, money in on this and because of the market share and how many units of these uh, will be in people's houses, especially with PlayStation Four, mm -hmm. PlayStation Four will patch for HDR uh, to all units to all units, in, including mine, which to all units. Happy. I don't have to spend then your for game that. will have to patch, which I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I, I'm glad that this is that this is coming out, and I'm glad that people are all getting on board because as much as as much as we like different competing ideas, mm -hmm. one has to win out in regards to format. formats. Yeah. In regards to format, one has to win out because otherwise you're cannibalizing yourself. 
So I'm hoping that HDR10 is that. The only reason I'm saying that, I love Dolby. The only reason I'm saying that is because I want a complete format, so that way we can have multiple adoptions of it. That yeah. way, maybe not next year, but the year after, every TV you buy will have the HDR10. Yes. Uh, that's the other thing people aren't talking about. They're saying, okay, uh, HDR is going to push out to every single PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Um, and they're saying, you know, if you don't, you know, don't don't worry about it because you're going to have HDR. Um, I have what was a top of the line uh, 1080p Samsung Smart TV. Mm -hmm. Now it is four years old now. I had to double check. It's a four year old TV, but it was a top of the line uh, 1080p. It does not do HDR. Yeah. Now the I, I took a look at some of the Samsung, Sony, and some others. If you're getting the baseline or maybe the two or three of the bottom list yeah. of 4K, yeah. you don't do HDR. Yeah. So so what, H what what are we doing here, people? So now the, the important thing about HDR though, uh, HDR makes more of an effect on your eye than the 4K. 4K is beautiful for clarity for in regards to the pixels. Also for putting your nose on the screen and looking at a picture. It works really well for that. It's it's great if you have, and, and we I think I've mentioned this before. If you have a TV that is over, um, thir was it thirty two inches? They did a scientific study on the human eye. Yeah. Uh, can you tell the difference between seven twenty and ten eighty? And if you're on a on a TV or even computer monitor that is under thirty or thirty two inches, your your eye cannot tell the difference. Yeah. So when you go up to, say, 50 inches or 60 inches, the difference between 1080 and 4K, it's it's slightly noticeable. But it's there. It is there. And then if you get further. But high dynamic range, uh, it, it is basically, uh, the quickest way I can explain this is the, way, the contrast that our eyes used in regards to black levels, in regards to the color depth. Uh, TVs aren't very good at producing this. It's another yeah. thing I'm really glad they, they talked about in PlayStation. Particular, particularly for HBO. <laughs> I'm sorry, Game of Thrones is is poorly lit, and they they they're they're inconsistent with the lighting. Yeah. And like I need to come over and calibrate different your TV angle now. shots. Yeah, I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna check out your TV. Okay, I um, I, I appreciate that. Let's see if it, see if it may help. Um, that's the other thing that uh, proper calibration in regards to uh, televisions, most people don't even do that. Uh, and yeah, I, I I turned off the. The smoothing sport, the sports motion cool. smoothing nonsense if, and i leave it alone if you guys have that just remove it from your tv and samsung sony every single tv manufacturer turn it off what i would love if there was a way in the broadcast signal for the actual broadcaster and the source material to say hey this is a live this is live sporting or whatever they want to call it yeah. and then for your tv to click on with that mode and then if I click away from it and I go over to um, to any TV show or movie, it'll yeah. go back to 30 or 24. Because be even fun. even if you have a high refresh rate on your TV, um, it's, your it's, source it's, material is in 20 to 30. Yeah, yeah, 24 is a movie, 30 frames a second for, for TV, 24 frames per second for, for a movie. And it looks better. It looks better unless you're watching live sporting events. So anyways, um, really what it boils down to is I think the PlayStation 4 Pro is it's it's a good um, it's a good step up. Mm -hmm. But what I'm what I forecast happening is three to four years from now we will get a, a new iteration again on top of that where Xbox will not have to do that. Okay. You will get a play. It won't be called PlayStation. It'll be called PlayStation something. 
won't be called Pro. Right. Oh, man, if it was called the PS4 Pro 2, that would just be stupid. But I forecast about three to four years they're going to have to keep up again because they're, they're, they're trying to launch this a little early, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's quite ready. Um, and right. but that, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my prediction. Okay, that's your prediction. Mm-hmm. My prediction is two years from now. Oh! Get one. <laughs> I think I think they're going to go. I think they're because uh, you think it's gonna this, be like a, this was a four year cycle. Yes, and then we we have the next iteration that is the same thing mostly, but yeah. No. And so so I predict that in two years we'll get this one, and I think it'll be staggered every other year. There will be a new console because, and then two years from Scorpio, we'll get the next Xbox. I don't think you'll get that. I don't think we're X Scorpio. I think Scorpio will have an extend a further extension. Okay. But let's see. Um, but I but will. If this, if if the PlayStation Four yeah. and Sco- Scorpio like work, yes. If those sell, mm-hmm. they will absolutely release one sooner. I think maybe maybe a slam or something like that. But I don't think it'll be very different in regards to architecture. But, okay. um, but I think a lot of people are missing a point in regards to 4K HDR. Okay, my TV's not ready for it. Who cares? Your gaming experience is going to be considerably better on this this console, though. Um, so anyone who who picks it up, your load times are going to be a lot better. Uh, they're already they're already showing games. Uh, they they showed a little bit of this, but I will I'll, from a architectural perspective and, and a gameplay perspective, you're just going to be smoother. You're going to have uh, a lot better uh, in regards to your not only resolution but frame rate. Everything is going to run better. They're going to be able to push the limits further on this. Mm-hmm. And in two years, uh, PlayStation, there are games that will come out for PlayStation 4 that will not run as well on the regular PlayStation, uh, regular PlayStation 4 base model. Okay. Um, I would like. I, I would like. I know. Like, I, I just, I just I, run into the ground. That's I just want to. I just want to play the game. Yeah. Like because and and Colin talks a lot about this. Colin from Kind of Funny talks yeah. a lot about this. He says we're playing prettier versions of the same games that we were playing last generation or even PlayStation 2. Yeah. Show me a game that's doing something that couldn't be done, you know, last generation or whatever. Yeah. What what are we really doing here? And yeah, there's there's graphical upgrades, it could be prettier or whatever. Gameplay is what matters. Yeah. Binding of Isaac is not like demanding or anything like it started off as a flash game and it's it's basically cardboard cut it's it's south park almost yeah it's just these little cardboard cutouts running around and sprites on the screen cool that's what i play more than anything for spelunky could have been released with with slightly worse graphics like the the procedurally generated stuff the nemesis system sure that's what's interesting to me is when is when game developers iterate the nemesis system couldn't work on playstation 3 i know i know that's that's, why it couldn't right but but what i'm saying is is that and then procedurally generated is another one that earlier they couldn't do it because it couldn't the the system couldn't generate this stuff on its own it needed to be handed something to produce yeah now, unless you are uh, yeah, part of the PC master race, mm-hmm. then then uh, when it comes to consoles, uh, especially if you're used to handheld a lot, mm-hmm. I mean, also depends on the game style that you want. But if you're yeah. if you're a graphics hog, uh, and I used a slightly different word for that for, for a purpose, um, if if you are all about that and a glutton for graphics, that's that's fine. That's that's you. Yeah. Um, I care more about uh, I care more about efficiency. I care more. I, I like the different systems because for you to be able for the game console to be able to run something I think is, is, is important yeah. or to run something new like a nemesis system um, 
but to me the uh, ability which we're seeing in a jump now uh, for like the PlayStation I'm hoping that the remaster for Skyrim which we're gonna actually talk about in just a second um, I'm hoping that what we'll actually see with that uh, is a lot of the implementation of things that that were done on mods that mm -hmm. couldn't work on consoles because even now with the PlayStation 4 um, and PlayStation 4 Pro you're still not doing what a lot of PCs can do um, if you're wanting to talk, to talk graphically, but now we're in a point where the PS4 and Xbox One S can compete at least with uh, a lot of the different modes. Yeah. One, one in particular was, I think I mentioned this before, open cities on Skyrim. Mm -hmm. When you go and, and you're in the open world, if yeah. you go into uh, a city, uh, you'll have a loading time when you're in the city. There's a patch, there's a mod for the PC version that it just opens the doors. Yeah. And you, you, you go in and you go to the next part. Yeah. So yeah. I think that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of advancements when it comes to that. And I'm hoping the PS4 Pro and the Scorpio will be able to take advantage of that. Um, so we will have what we should have right now, which Sessler mentioned two years ago. We should now be in a generation where load, load screens are a thing of the past. If it's done the right way, load screens should be a thing of the past. Um, especially with the fact that the Xbox One and PS4, uh, I put a disc in and it's installing the hard drive anyways. Yep. So, yeah. no that's, arguments. That's, that's as good a place as any to, to segue away from the, the yes. PlayStation 4 Pro. Thank, thank you for and listening his, and his that. technical, yeah, and, and I listen too. And, <laughs> My mind wandered. If you see me gazing <laughs> off into the distance at any point while it's, you're watching this video, that's that's not my fault. It's he, was, important, he kept going. It's important technical information for you guys. We need to give you that technical information in a, in a, in a easily digestible form. Right. So, segueing away from from all that and okay. and into into news, um, yeah. the the mods that you were talking about. Yes. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and jump into that one. Um, so Bethesda has come forward and said that the Skyrim mods that they were planning for the, the Ultimate Mega Super Duper Edition. Yep, remastered. Um, as well as as well as the Warcraft mods that we were promised aren't coming to PlayStation because yeah. Sony I I forget the exact phrasing, but they said something along the lines of they won't allow us to implement them in a way that makes sense. And that's very confusing. I don't. I don't know what exactly is going on there. But um, they the they got Fallout mods on Xbox in May. Yes. I want to say yes. And yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing this game. Um, but like mods and thing, the modding community is amazing. Yes. And I was looking forward to that. I I think a lot of people are looking forward to it and. The other thing is you're looking at this beautiful remaster of, uh, of, of Skyrim. This is still not as good looking as the PC version. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what is, is kind of sad um, when it comes to, like I said, for graphic, for graphically, um, it's not quite there. But in regards to being able to, to select mods and load mods, I think that's what Sony, more than anything, was trying to limit. I think they. I think the 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 what uh, Bethesda was referring to was Sony would. Uh, my guess is Sony said, "Okay, we're gonna allow it, but you have to do X, Y, Z," and that did not translate to an easy way for you to sit on your console yeah. and load it up. So uh, I think that it was more of ease in regards to development and for the user. 
specifically for the user in, in regards to play because uh, Bethesda loves their modding community, but they also yeah. They, yeah, they also want everything to be easily accessible. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. Uh, it's sad. Uh, I hope that this will change, um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to unless Sony decides. Okay, we're we're wrong. Um, and uh, re reach out to them. Hit hit them up on on Twitter and Facebook. Like they, if this is something you want, tell them. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is something that you should want, and you should tell them. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna change it. Not an not an if. This is this is this is a Twitch directive. Yeah. We need to push them because we are their customers. They're here to serve us. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. Anyway, uh, spe speaking of, of serving us, yeah. Um, Ubisoft is part of the. I'm, I'm keeping up with the with the free games that they're that they're giving out. And uh, in September, I think the 18th. I want to say. I believe so. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making updates. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the crew is uh, is going to be free uh, on PC, which. That came out like what a year, year and a half ago. I thought it was two years ago or something. Yeah, but yeah, but like it was. I get this in Drive Club mixed up, honestly. Yeah, um, I can see that. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm glad they're coming out with it. I'm just inundated with race games right now. Yep. Um, I, I'm glad they're coming out with it for free. I think that this is. I mean, this is a, a way to get your hands on get your hands on something that, you know, was pretty well received. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping that more people will be able to play it. Um, Kind of on a similar note, uh, we both got to play uh, Overwatch uh, this yes. weekend. In regards, speaking of uh, giving out something for uh, for free, Overwatch and this, is free. this is this is the the perfect way to do this because um, at last count, ninety four percent of the internet was playing Overwatch. <laughs> it's about ninety four percent. Yeah, like it's 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 a it's a really high number, and like everybody's talking about it, and I've heard about it, mm -hmm. but. Uh, but this is this is one of those things that falls into a genre with yeah. which I'm usually not on board. Sure. And uh, but but yeah, as a person, if, if if you are a person who who doesn't usually get get into first person shooters and stuff, or team based Call of Duty, you know Battlefront, the, these kind sure. of games, yeah. if you're like, eh, I'm not I'm not having any fun, you know that's that's cool and everything. This game works. This game is awesome because you get to do you get to do crazy stuff and uh both patrick and i really enjoyed Junkrat. yes who uh <laughs> his 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 main method of of firing is uh is just this crazy like it, it, it's, it's just all it's, about explosions yeah it's just grenades yeah, yeah. is his is his main thing and it's it's so much fun yeah. and the the healing and the support and like there's different roles for different people and uh, I also really like um, for healers uh, Zenyatta. Have you played with with that's the, him, her, it? Uh, that's the, uh, that's the robot. Robot dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I call this one Toblerone. Yeah, I, I couldn't pronounce it. So yeah, I mean, if I took some time to care, I probably could. But um, usually my character selection was like really quick before I actually got loaded back into the game. So yeah, um, the the gunslinger was was relatively fun. Um, I don't think that. I think there's some balancing issues with him, but uh, Junkrat was fun. Um, I think that, like a lot of games in this style, it does take some time. You are, I mean, if you really want to excel at it, you're going to have to spend some time on, on a character, zone in on a character that you enjoy the style of, and hone in on that, play it for a while, get really good at it. 
Um, the reason that I say that is because you will get it handed to you repeatedly. Yeah. Um, one th- and I can't remember. Uh, she wrecked me quite Mercy. a few times. Yeah. Mercy, but uh, the guy with the air with the bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the sniping on that guy. I, I forget if that's if that's Genji or Hanzo. I, I Hanzo. Two- Hanzo. Okay. So, uh, Hanzo, uh, I'm sure, I mean, obviously it could be the specifics of the player, because I was about to say he's a little OP, but mm-hmm. it could be specifics of the player. Someone who's really good, like Widowmaker, if you're really good at at, uh, at that character, yeah, you, you may just completely wreck. That, that's what I was saying. If you like sniping, or if you like, if you want to be able to run and There's gun, my boy. there you go. Uh, or if, girl. Whatever. Genderless so, thing. What, whatever. St- I, I think that it's important to play a few of these. Find a style that you like. If you like Tracer, if you like looking at Tracer, then you're not going to play her, but I like looking at Tracer. <laughs> um, find a style that you like playing, and then keep playing that character, um, because you will learn the nuance of the character. You will learn... Uh, which scena- which scenarios it's better to just get out, and which yeah. scenarios uh, it makes sense to, to melee. Um, Reaper had some had some really cool uh, had some really cool abilities. Uh, Reaper is the one that Reaper can teleport, right? That's the one that yeah. Yes. He's like a demon yeah, form yeah, yeah, yeah. and a teleport form. Yeah. So the teleport form worked really well. I found um, he was okay at, at the at the shooting at the you know the guns. Is better to me at, at a medium to close range, mm-hmm. but using that teleport ability, if you find someone who's who's focusing over here and you teleport right next to him and just melee twice, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Uh, we did we did <laughs> we did one. Uh, I got to play with Cameron, yeah. and, and Kyle for a little bit, and uh, then he had two of his friends jump on. Okay, and so we were we were five members of the six person oh, team, see. and we all chose uh, 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 Pig Scorpion. The get over here guy. <laughs> so there was five of us just, and and they've got the flat cannon from Unreal Tournament. Yeah. So it's 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 hard to counter, and it's really hard to counter when there's four of them coming yeah. at you at any given time. Yeah. And so like, yeah, there we we could have been beaten, but instead we just wrecked shop. And then we had uh, and then we had the the bow and arrow like some rando yeah. as the bow and arrow guy. And That's so it's cool. really funny. I I took a screenshot. I'll, I'll post that up later. Yeah. So I have a screenshot of the five of the of the of five, the five pigs of us and a, ra- and, a, uh, and a Hanzo. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was it was pretty fun. So so yeah, that that trial is still going on. I encourage you to go check that out. And Cameron's buying it for me for my birthday. Oh. And this this is how trials should work. Yes. Because you especially have it, for this game format, it makes yeah, perfect because sense. Because it's, it's something that you're not if 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 you if you're not going to buy it, if you weren't going to buy it, then I could and expected to jump in for a weekend and go okay. I've given Overwatch a shot. It's not for me. Yeah. Instead, uh, I jumped into a game that I was I was absolutely not going to buy without this kind of trial. Yes. And they said, "Hey, you've you've heard about this. You've been aware of this. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. And I don't I don't think I'm going to. I'm, I may or may not buy it. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Um. Be, but this gave me a taste of it to realize this is what this is. This is and and, and the only reason that I say that is because. Uh, I think this one's going to take a little more time to to grasp uh, these specific character concepts yeah. and specific scenarios, um, and I compare it a lot to Battlefront. Okay. So, uh, Star Wars Battlefront it t- takes a little bit of time to, to warm up to, uh, but 
Battlefront doesn't have that much variance in regards to the abilities. Yeah. The abilities in this game, um, I guess if you don't mind playing a game and you don't mind the hyperbole, you don't mind the ridiculous situations of things happening, if you can laugh at your own death, like, that's good. I, I like this because yeah. uh, because the, the stories that you get from this are going to be so much more varied. Because Cameron can tell me about uh, a story in zombies mode where he's like, oh yeah, we we breached three out of four of the things and then we're coming up on the last one and I, I got shot here. Sure. Like there's only a set number of scenarios. Yeah. With 22 heroes, the like, you know, the exponential number of, of, of scenario, possible scenarios. Yeah. You know, where you can have five Roadhogs running out there <laughs> and, and taking on. And that's probably like a weird and funny story for the people on the other team because oh, sure. they're like yeah we're just sitting there trying to play a game like normal and all of a sudden I had these, five of these guys coming at me and, they, and yeah like the the the, the story possibilities yeah. are, are really high and I, 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 I like that are. idea I think they are I, I will agree with that I think that the, the difference being that Overwatch has a lot of these abilities and then uh, Battlefront has the the nostalgia and the built-in universe of Star Wars. Yeah. So they're they're very different, but it's <coughs> just in regards to what what you're looking for in regards to a game. Um, I may pick it up. I'm not sure yet. Uh, it depends. What I really would like to have happen, Randy. I know you're listening, so so go ahead and do this. Uh, I would love to do a Battleborn. Battleborn uh, trial. trial. Absolutely. Give me a weekend. We could be really amazing for that, but give me a weekend Battleborn. Um, that, that would just it would be beautiful because there's a lot of people who didn't get to play this game yeah and I think it'd be great for those people I think it'd be great to, to bring people into that property because it's fun but people need to, I mean, if you don't play it then it, it basically does not exist yeah. in your mind um, this is also really good timing on this because we're, we're about to come into launch season for video games the, yes. the, the fall is, is just about to kick off but right now like Nothing really huge. Like there, there have been games that we've been excited about or whatever that, that I've have been launched. finishing up some games. And... Yeah, but but like there's there's nothing that came out uh, in the past two weeks that's yeah. like absolutely huge, taking over everything. And in the next two weeks, there's nothing really huge. So it makes sense to just kind of throw this in the middle. It didn't it didn't cost them anything. No. They can they can get that last little bump in sales, and then just just have that kind of kind of go off. Yeah. So yeah, so now we have we have the the part of the show where we talk about release dates, cancellations, delays, and reinstatements of video game launches. So we're <laughs> not gonna spend every a whole lot single of, week this kind of stuff yeah, happens. We're we're not gonna spend a whole lot of time on any of these. Just kind of dash through them real quick. Sure. Uh, so the first thing we have is Hyperlight Drifters Vita and Wii U version has been canceled. This makes me really really sad because I wanted to play this game. I still want to play this game, yeah. but. I, 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 I have, I have Persona, mm -hmm. and uh, Final and, Fantasy. And Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like I've, I've too much RPG stuff coming up, yeah. and I'm, I'm just not gonna be able to pull it off. I'm, I'm and, sad about this because of the personal reasons. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the, the video that they released. Yeah. Um, I did. So short, short story on that is basically they've been, yeah, the creators been just pouring it out into this, trying to port this over and support everything, and you're talking about a very small team. Yeah, and uh, he was he was saying that it was it would take him about six months of work in order yeah. to to pull this off. Yeah, and just for the Vita, or, just and for the Vita, Wii U version specifically. Yeah. So it's it's sad, but um, I think that uh, in regard, he you know he said he said it wasn't right for his health. I think that 
This yeah. is this is not only physical health we're talking about, but psychological health. Absolutely, um, absolutely, and I, and that that is that is in the end more important. Yes, and and hat tip to you. Thank you for for doing that, and being being so open about it, coming out um, and telling coming us, out yeah. and telling us about that. Because uh, and he even mentioned, hey, you can get your refund uh, if you if you if you wanted to, if you pre order the Vita or switch it, Wii U, yeah. we'll switch it out for you. Um, we'll do everything we can to accommodate. Very commendable, uh, well well done. Um, and I, I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah. Because that was that was it was it was a little tear in my eye. It's a little tear in my eye right now thinking about it. Um, for someone to come out and say, hey, I poured my heart and soul into something like this, and uh, and I, I can't do it. And I can't wait to see what he does next because if he can get just refreshed, yeah. And and be able to do something. Um, it's there's there's also a couple of studios. Uh, the I, I forget the name of the team that's working on. Um, that's working on Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah. But the Salt and Sanctuary team is almost done. Darkest Dungeon is coming out at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, Blitworks is is actually been the company that's been bringing a lot of things from platforms to Vita. Yeah. And I I hope that this is something that maybe he can he can turn around now that he's accepted that he's not going to be able to do the Wii U and Vita yeah. versions. He says that they're canceled. I reached out to him and and on on Twitter and. I love Twitter because yes. I I believe that the <laughs> things that I say get read. Um, and I, I tweeted Michael Dorn. I hope he he hope he read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so tweeted out at him and been like, you know, I completely understand and support, and I'm sorry that you know you're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, reach out to a studio, let them find it, and maybe you know it it could be it could be a while, yeah. but maybe in a year and a half, two years, whatever. Uh, this this is a possibility, yeah. and if that does happen, I will absolutely buy it whenever it comes out. Yeah. So I said we weren't going to talk about this too much. So <laughs> but now we that we waste ten minutes on that one, but we did. We didn't waste time. We don't waste time. <laughs> um, GT Sport has been delayed indefinitely. Yep. Because because Gran Turismo, uh, Sony's offered refunds on the pre-orders and stuff. Um, so who knows when we'll get to see these pretty pretty cars? Pretty driving, cars in the desert around. again. Yep. See, this is what I'm talking about, being inundated with racing games. More yeah. pretty cars in the desert. Oh, okay, there's a glacier. Okay, it's a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it's, okay. It's, it's been delayed. We don't know when it's coming out. Nah, I don't know. Good, good for them. Yeah. So, uh, but Batman yes. has been, which was at one point delayed indefinitely. Yes! Is now is now coming. Yes. So, this is coming out in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. And... Just just watching this makes me want to play uh, Asylum again. Yeah. Because that was that was that was a lot of fun. But at the same time, I kind of want to get Arkham Knight and play that one. Arkham, yeah, Arkham Knight's fun. Um, I will I will more than likely uh, pick this up for the you know because I like the remaster. I want it in my library. I may pick it up later on uh, because I know that I'm not going to have time to pour into it right now. Mm-hmm. But um, Arkham Asylum. It is one of my favorite games. Arkham City was pretty good, but Arkham Asylum uh, was just brilliantly done. Uh, Arlene Serkin is still doing uh, um, Harley in that one. That's before uh, Tara Strong took over. Right. Um, but the, I just really liked the plot. I liked uh, how everything was done in, in Asylum. So just for that alone, I'll probably pick it up. Um, Arkham City was good, but... That's the, I, really what I'm pushing for. I, I like I like city. City a lot. was city was fun. But, but I also I also feel like the that my playthrough was my playthrough. I'm I'm, I'm oh you're, I you're I good at that point. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think I need to go back for that one. Sure. Um, and then the last one on this list is uh, Bloodstained yes. has been moved to 2018. I backed that one. I don't care. 
it's gonna come out. Is I'm gonna play it. It's still coming out. Uh, it's still, and I I absolutely love. It's another one. It's like the you know obviously they're trying to appeal directly to the people because we're talking about Kickstarter and everything. Yeah. But I am I'm really looking forward to this. I I don't remember if I had heard about it before, but I love the almost like Strider slash Metroid. Uh, you know, play built play in this game, the gameplay. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's really pretty to look at. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it's what I would consider uh, modern two D platforming, which yeah. I think uh, I, I'm glad we're still getting games like this, and we're still going to get a game like this. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, while it actually goes over to Final Fantasy. Um, I'm glad we're still getting games like this, and we're going to get it. Um, and I'm okay if the game takes a little longer and they do it right. Yeah. Uh, development cycles for, uh, you know, Bethesda games. You're talking five, seven years or so, and and no one yeah. complains. Yeah. Um, so and, and by by Kickstarter necessities, in order to get the project started, he had to announce it and kind of pitch it and do yeah. all that stuff. And so, yeah, development cycles or development cycles are what they are. They are. And and I I trust Ego to to actually do it. He hasn't announced three other products that he's working on which makes me hopeful <laughs> yeah I, I'm I like I said I'm yeah. I'm I'm fine with this and uh, and I'm glad that he's he's able to take this time to to work on this properly so yeah I'm okay with that yeah we got some Hearthstone news, though. Yeah, um, here's, so, here's the part where I sit back and listen to you guys. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to be able to say a lot on this, but I will talk a little bit about it. So okay. um, this is specifically about Arena. So Arena is okay. basically drafting in, in Hearthstone. I like uh, drafting. And I don't, I don't play a lot of Arena because um, there's a specific mechanic in drafting in regards to like Magic the Gathering that I mm-hmm. like that this does not have. Okay. So. Uh, the way that this works is it'll give you a specific number of rounds and it gives you a random number of cards. Okay. And then you select from that random number, uh, random those random cards, you, just, you create a deck out of that. Okay. Now they realized certain cards were really kind of uh, a little a little unbalanced uh, and they didn't want to wreck for, for these specific for just arena. Yeah. So they didn't want to change the meta game of of uh, standard and wild. Because that's what most people play uh, in in Hearthstone. So what they decided was they were going to just remove uh, remove the cards from uh, from just Arena. Uh, so if you can, like uh, Lightwell is a healing card that's uh, I want to say it's two mana for a zero five that heals every turn. Um, Mind Blast, which is a, a, a two mana for five damage straight to the um, uh, straight over to the, the, player. to the player. Yeah, I mean, they're they're things that if you get them and you get enough of them, that it, it makes it very unfair. Yeah. Um, and that and that's what uh, what I was gonna basically say was this is why I don't play arena because if I'm playing Magic the Gathering, a draft is literally opening up packs of cards from Magic the Gathering, and I have a set number of of cards. There's a set pool of about generally amount of uncommons and commons and everything mm-hmm. and you're basically playing with with trash and seeing how it works but usually you don't get uh this amount of synergy and that was the big problem was the amount of synergy involved on this uh was causing an issue um so i get it they're trying a different way to to police their formats mm-hmm. without completely destroying their formats yeah. so um good on them for for trying to make it healthy 
Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, it's all about having a healthy format, though. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, HDR as well. I, I forgot to, to mention this um, in the PlayStation uh, update, my big rant about that. Um, so there was a, an article that was uh, published. I can't remember who published this. Do you have the... Kotaku. Kotaku. Well, Kotaku published it here, but it was published, published in Japan, a Japanese publisher. Uh, there's right. a Japanese interview. And they were asking Sony, well, you got these HDR patches because... Right, because they in, in, in the update to HDR, they're saying all the games can can be, can be. yeah patched up for, yes. for HDR support. So the developer has to patch the game. Right. The developer then has to send the patch to, to Sony. Sony certification. Sends certification, everything. Yeah. So the, the translation uh, slightly got, got butchered slightly. And people were scared well, was, for a couple was, days. It was, a, it was a weird. It was it was a strange question, yes. and it was a strange answer. Yeah. And uh, so for I don't know a couple hours, uh-huh. uh, there there were a, there were headlines reading that you that customers will be charged for HDR patches, yeah. and it's it's like no, I'm, that's I I don't know, like I'm reading the same thing you're yeah. reading, clearly translated. No, it they're, was, they're, 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 this is not going to happen. I know that's what this looks like, yeah. but they will clear this up in a couple hours, and they did. And they did because it, it was vague, and the the big reasoning um, that they did that they're not going to charge, and I'm glad they're not going to charge because it's dumb to do that. Is it actually violates Sony's own end user agreement for yep. the end user? And their agreement for the publishers. More importantly, the agreement for the publishers. A publisher, no publisher for Sony, can charge for an update to their game. And they purposely put that into the developer agreement so that way you couldn't have a game and then go, oh, you want us to fix stuff? That'll be a dollar. Because they were worried that microtransactions would bleed into updating an actual game making it work. Right. So basically... Which which is is very much separate from DLC or expansion. Like if you're adding content, yeah, Yeah. charge charge for that. But but for an update to existing content, they're not allowed to to charge, which is... Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thankfully that got cleared out. But uh, if you are reading old articles, just know they're not going to charge you for HDR support in regards to an update for your game. Yep. Uh, So your your update to Shadows of Mordor uh, is going to have an update and some other games are going to have an update. Uh, it's okay. You're gonna get that patch. You don't have to pay. Right. Speaking of confusing things, uh-huh. um, we complained last week, two weeks ago, yep. about uh, about an interview with Tabata on talking about uh, Final Fantasy 15. He said that the the second half was in traditional Final Fantasy progression. <laughs> it was turning linear. Yeah. And we said no. No, stop. don't do that. And uh, yeah, it turns out that they're doing and what i said was okay if they're gonna do that but i can also jump back out in and explore the world you know whenever okay that's fine and that's apparently what, that's what they were trying to yeah. say again and it's not yeah. just conveyance people <sighs> conveyance i can't wait to play this game i'll play it can i I'll play it right can, now can you hang out with her not where you're pointing <laughs> you're a married man I'm just saying, hang out with her. I just want to bring her uh, along. Yeah, but you're okay. You you can't see it, but like when he says <laughs> hang out with her, that little cursor is circling. I was circling her. Yeah. Okay, there were certain. Okay, let me let me. I'll circle no, all of her. I don't. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> so so yeah. So so basically, what what? It's it's another translation issue, and honestly, with with all the push that they're doing in the West, I don't understand why they don't have a team of half a dozen people. 
pay them, you know, $50,000 a year to handle the American side and be like, okay, this is what they're actually saying. Somebody somebody that, that understands the, the dynamics yeah. there. Because someone who understands what they're what they're actually going to to do, and, so not and a how it's, and not how a it's going to be perceived. Yeah. No, Reggie doesn't need to work in video <laughs> games anywhere for any company. You need someone anytime. who who can who can take that interview and and instead well instead of being interviewed, I think that uh, I think that if they're doing an interview about a specific subject, at the same time take those same questions and filter them through an American. The American version of yeah. It. In, instead and of then, just having a translation, yeah. have have an actual like uh, a, a different version and have an official person who who filters stuff like that. Uh, um, Square you, of America. Okay, you said they called. don't need a Reggie. You know who they need? They need a Shuhei Yoshida. Yes, they do. Because that I guy, Shu Shu is so best. awesome. Yeah. And and he he understands how things will be perceived and he knows how to say things in a way that's not confusing. Mm -hmm. It's not he, confusing. He, he doesn't freak people out. He yeah. he makes people happy and, and excited. And, and he's and, he's approachable and he yes. he plays the games with us. We know this and we respect hot pepper him. challenge. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen Ma well, I want to see Major game. Nelson. I want to see Major Nelson do. Oh, Major challenge. Nelson. Yeah. I want. I, I just want to see Reggie eat hot peppers and then nobody give him milk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I, I try to like most people, but Reggie, Reggie just rubs me the wrong way he's, because he's, he's, he's got issues. He doesn't need to be where he is, and he makes me angry. He is, he is great at, at from a marketing standpoint, but not for this type of, uh, not for this type of uh, environment. Yeah. Not for this. Uh, for this industry, um, Reggie would have done greater uh, 15 years ago, and I think yeah. his heart. I think he tries. Uh, I just think it, it just doesn't come off the right way. Uh, I would like to see him in a different role, and I mean that with all respect, uh, because I am absolutely loving in the Nintendo, the Nintendo Direct, and, and some of the other Nintendo stuff. Um, some of the other people that were in there. Uh, Bill, so what's her name? Samantha Edgemont. Bill Trenum Bill, is the guy that I want to see in charge yeah, of all that. Stuff. I would be completely fine with that. And uh, I, I think it's Samantha Edgemont. She's mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. There's there's quite a they, few. They great have people, people there. there. Yeah. So that's that's what I would prefer. Um, Reggie just did not come off right in this that Nintendo Direct anyway. Yeah. So so off my soapbox on that. <laughs> all right. So last two last two little bits yeah. of news that we have is, is kind of some weird stuff. So uh, first off, Interplay IP is for sale, which which is fun because maybe those will get picked up. And and they uh, Sega tried to do this a little while ago with like Gex the Gecko and yeah. like some other weird things. But uh, but yeah, some of these I I feel like could actually be legit fun things. This is the like, Descent, and Descent was a great game that Interplay did. Yeah. Um and. I think that it's it's a great property. I picked out a couple of these, by the way, just to, yeah. to kind of talk about. I assume MDK is coming up. MDK is coming up. So uh, Descent, I think, would work uh, uh, in a great, uh, great way for our uh, for our architecture. Now I apologize for the old uh, for the old cinematic on this. So just just deal with it. Uh, MDK was a beautiful uh, third-person shooter game that was over the top and had a, had a great universe. You have a, a, a gun on your hand that can use any type of ammunition. So you can use a regular kind of uh, assault rifle style shot there. You have a 
parachute that's uh, that will that's deploy physically it. impossible. Physically impossible, but amazing. Uh, it it can be deployed and retracted at any time. Yeah. Um, this this game was phenomenal uh, in regards to being able to run, jump, shoot. You know, basically 3D. Uh, uh, Mega Man style stuff, but also being able to soar through the sky like Super Mario, sorry, a Super Superman Nintendo 64 or whatever, uh, could not do. Um, <laughs> yeah. This was one of my favorite games uh, when I was what in middle school. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, I think it could be done. It could be picked up and uh, and yeah, you know, the, a, another the, game company. The variety of the variety of oh, gameplay yeah. is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And then just for pure zany goofiness. Uh, for, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like they came out like at the exact same time or they were in the same magazine yeah. that I read 700 times, but uh, we, we talked last time about Toe Jam and Earl, mm-hmm. and Earthworm Jim mm-hmm. is, is very similar. Just, that's dumb. It's it's a worm in a space suit. Yeah. But Randy, if you, but it's if, fun. Randy, if you buy uh, MDK's rights, let me know. I'll write, I'll write that for you. Because okay. that... That uh, that universe is really fun. Uh, there's a lot to do in it, and it's not too it's not too over the top, and it's still as much as guns can be. It's still family friendly more than Duke Nukem. Yeah, you have a, a lot better what audience that you can. Yeah, you have a lot broader audience that you can you can bring to it. Yeah, um, and I already have some ideas on how you can fix it. So bring it there on. There you go. Bring it on. And then the the last little bit of weird news. Um, so <laughs> Thierry Henry. Yep. From the from the French national team, I, I forget who he. Why am I looking at you? You don't know. Um, Thierry Arsenal. That's who he played for. Arsenal. Okay. Um, okay. He's is a footballer that uh, that played and. American means soccer. <laughs> anyway, so the the funny thing about this, and they they mentioned this in the in the article, which made it so much funnier. Yeah. So he's 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 a a soccer player, and. He's coming to NBA 2K17. Why? <laughs> because he eliminated Ireland with a double handball right on the line in overtime. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. Okay, so so because because I am an American who mm-hmm. who cares about the World Cup and all sure. this stuff, um, I, I have to have a couple of different teams because America's just going to make me cry every time. Literally on the floor in my living room, I cry every time. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so Ireland is my backup team, and then uh, Germany Germany and, and the USA are probably right up there because um, I I married a woman who's who's got German brothers, and that's fun. So I, I have a legitimate reason to, to cheer for them and get yeah. excited and, and make lots of money, <laughs> which was fun. Um, so yeah, the the World Cup player coming to. NBA 2K17, because why not? Do you think it was done because he scored with a handball, and now he's going to be playing a game that he gets to use his hands with the ball? I just want to see... No, no, no. What I want to see is I want him to have a special move uh-huh. where he kicks the ball, which is illegal in basketball, but it's allowed. and you and you win the game, and it's allowed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Basically. All right. So that's the end of the news section. Yeah. Now we move into the topic section, topic which is of the which week. is kind of a new thing for for us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're doing topic of the week, tattoo. And and this this week's topic is games that are too hard, games that are too difficult, games that are hard in a good way. Um, 
you know that we're all about Dark Souls. Finished Dark Souls three this weekend, so props to me. Um, but what makes what makes a a hard game good? What makes a a hard game bad? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start off with an example of a couple of games that are yeah they're classics, but they're too hard. Sure. Ghosts and Goblins. You have two hits and you die. Yeah. There's a lot of randomization in that game. Uh, one of our friends, uh, Tanner, actually mm -hmm. beat Ghosts and Goblins, yeah. which is amazing to me. Um, and and so like it's 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 a ridiculously hard game. Um, and when you get to the end, then the the end boss goes, "You didn't beat this game. Go back and try again." Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> and that's it's 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 meant to to encourage you to to do it again or whatever, but. No, that is that is poor game design. It's very poor game design. Um, I would put on here the original Castlevania. Okay. And uh, in, in regards to, to poor game design as well, also just too high of a difficulty curve. Um, there's another game that I that I'll I'll say I'll put on here to an extent. I think the difficulty curve is better. Uh, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the Nintendo 64, sorry for the NES. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the water level. And I think that overall the game is very good, mm -hmm. but I think that that addition uh, of the game so early made it just unbearable. Yeah. Uh, also having turtles that have like way too little of a time for air and yeah, yeah there's a lot of problems with that. Con continuing with turtles, mm -hmm. Battletoads, that stupid bike level. Yeah. Is is. I'm sorry, that's way too hard. Battletoads. Because yeah. because like uh, yes, there's a pattern and you have to learn it. Mm -hmm. But but like actually learning it and implementing it because you can yes. know exactly what's coming up at any given time and like I I knew the pattern right up until like the final jump thing, mm -hmm. but the timing on that is really really hard and I I was just never able to pull it off. Yeah. Um, some this is a completely different uh, different uh, topic. Uh, well, it's the same topic but different gear. Missed. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. So, so puzzle-wise, Mist is very difficult. Yeah. And you can hit a wall very I, I, easily. I played it, never finished it. Yeah. So, I think that uh, some game it, because, in my opinion, Mist and Riven didn't ease up enough into how the world works and the puzzles work. Yeah. Um, where certain other games do better. I'm going to be playing The Witness re uh, soon, by the way, and I'm hoping it has a better um, conveyance in regards to puzzles. Well, as as I understand The Witness, it's it's. Its puzzles are designed on teaching you mechanics that you then bring into other puzzles. And that, that's, that's the way to do a puzzles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so backing away from puzzles, though, um, I think a great another great hard game from like the the retro uh, era is Punch Out. Mike Tyson's Punch Out, or Punch Out Mr. Dream, if you want to be stupid about it. It's Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Um, I think that game. Uh, so one of my favorite things about that game. Uh, is the way that uh, not only does it cue you in on something is going to happen, mm -hmm. uh, but every single boss has has their weaknesses has their and their tells. Their tells, and it gets increasingly harder, um, but at a at a relatively normal pace. Until Tyson. Until Tyson. <laughs> Tyson but that's is fine. Brutal. He's, that's he's, fine. He's the, he's the final boss. Yeah, that's the final boss. Uh, but I think that uh, there are other games like uh, like Dark Souls and and Bloodborne that are difficult. But they're they're very difficult, but they're difficult and fair in their difficulty. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, you, oh, you died. Well, you shouldn't have. 
you know, you should have dodged a little sooner, or you know, you should have uh, shouldn't have gone off that cliff. Well, the thing, I w- I, I've actually been thinking about this uh, over this past weekend while while we saved up for this, and and one of the things that makes Dark Souls work so much better than a lot of other things is if you can get back to where you were before, you have the option to pick up your souls and bounce. Yeah. Like you can you can use that to make progress, to level up, to buy fire bombs, to, yeah. to do different things. I wish and, I couldn't be invaded when that was happening though. But then again that's always because <laughs> you're always going to pick up souls. Um, there are a lot of times where I will have a ton of souls sitting at an area where that I'm gonna run towards and if you, if you're on a soul run though, you're not embered. Oh, okay, yeah. So unless so unless you manually make it possible for you to be invaded, that's in there. That's true. That's and that's true. and that's one of the reasons that Dark Souls works so well. Yeah. And because all you have to do is get back to where you were, mm-hmm. then you can do that again. You can homeward bone. You you can you get can, out. You yeah. can do that again. You can progress through, you can do a little better that time, mm-hmm. get a little bit further, and you know, you, you have you have these options. Yeah. And that's that's what makes it just so wonderful and then the the bosses mm-hmm. you know they and the the inclusion of shortcuts and like the game design yeah that Miyazaki has has control of is so wonderful yeah um and and a lot of the games that we're talking about are, are kind of older games but um I'm gonna bring up one that we did for the for the PlayStation Plus which was sure. Fury yeah and the reason that that is a game that is hard and not good mm-hmm. is because the mechanics themselves are convoluted. Yeah. The the invincibility, uh, because you you have a dodge roll mechanic, that uh, the invincibility frames mm-hmm. are different depending on if you're being shot by a projectile, if you're being hit with a melee weapon, or if you're being hit by an AOE. Yeah, that's not that's right. not okay. I need to be able to to have my timing. Okay, something's coming at me. Circle. And then I need to dodge this way, but if it, if it's like a, a wave of stuff coming at me, you need to be at the end of the roll and the no, this yeah. is this is this is not helpful. Not helpful at all. So. Um, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of different uh, different difficult games that um, that if you hit a wall too early, that it will shut down a lot of players because yeah. they don't they don't want to 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 push through that. It's a you you want to be able to feel like you're you're making progress um, and. Christian kind of talked about that. Yeah. Uh, Christian Michaels on the on the Twitch Facebook page says, "A good hard game gives you enough information that you can know what you need to improve, mm-hmm. allows you to improve without significant punishment for failure, and makes success fun rather than just a relief from failure." Yeah. A game that's too hard fulfills only some or none of these requirements. The key philosophical difference is this: good games want their players to get better at the game. A poorly designed difficulty curve is either too focused on the punishment rather than the improvement, or isn't even aware of how hard it is. And I completely agree with that because with a with a uh, Souls run in in Dark Souls, if you're going to pick up your pick up your go to your bloodstain, mm-hmm. um, all your items are still on you. Yeah, I mean you, your your gear is still with you. If they if that if you game had to run back to get your gear like you do in a lot of MMO, yeah. That would be ridiculous. So that would make it too hard because of the way the rest of the game is structured. Yeah. Uh, with an MMO, there may be there are kind of ways around it. Right, resurrection or help or just running or through like to the Diablo zone two style. Diablo two style, where you know you have to do a corpse run to get your stuff. Um, 
that can be that can be way too challenging in in this type of environment. Yeah. Um, and I think it goes back to, to conveyance. Uh, is the game telling you, uh, did you die fairly or did you lose fairly? And is the game, in a way, conveying it to you to, to let you know mm-hmm. why you died what and, you and why it was fair, time. what yeah. you can do better next time yeah. to improve? And, and that's that's one of the things, uh, and I, I think I already talked about this at one time, but uh, when when Cameron was, was playing Dark Souls, and the first time that he, he went into a room and he was like, oh, I see an item. Charge, charge, charge. And then like three guys come in from dark corners of the room. Stab, 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 stab. And he just laughed. Yes. Because it's funny. Yes. It, and 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 because if you're if you're playing, okay, if you're playing uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. And you die on the, the final boss. And then it kicks you back to the beginning of World 6. Yeah. Screw you, game. I'm going home. Yeah. I don't want to play you anymore. This this is this is an unfair <laughs> thing that keeps me from being able to practice because by the time I get back to the boss, I'm so tired yeah. of just trying to get through your regular game that I don't have the energy to fight the, this yeah. boss again. Yeah, I think I, I talked about in the uh, the the Gold Plus Roundup. By the way, if you aren't checking out Gold Plus Roundup uh, and you've stayed out this long, why aren't you listening to Gold Plus Roundup? Um, uh, we when we review all the uh, games of the gold games and the PlayStation Plus games, uh, the Xbox uh, when they did the WWE 2K16, I mentioned mm-hmm. how hard it was. The reversals were way yeah. too hard, and it didn't tell you. It said too early or too late, but but it, it doesn't it doesn't help you get better. No. and that's and that's what Christian talked about. He said uh, good games want their players to get better at yes. the game, and the uh, what I would have preferred because. Specifically in in the game, when I was playing it, uh, it'll give you like a stats thing at the end, mm-hmm. and I really think it would be really an improvement on the WWE game because I was playing a career mode where you're like you're an up and coming new guy, yeah, and there's already uh, there's a coach who who's saying hey you know we want to try you out on this match, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, it'll be a canned answer, but if after the match you come back to the locker room and he's like. Hey, you really got to work on your reversals. Uh, you know, maybe you should spend some time working on that because you have stats in the game. Yeah. You have stats you can level up. Maybe your reversals aren't too. High. So you can specifically say you need to work on your reversals. You're, uh, and maybe you could change it to say you know you're you're a little sloppy, meaning my gameplay. Yeah. And your skills aren't uh, aren't up to par, meaning my stats. Mm-hmm. And if you could give me that, it you know after the match I could go oh. Yeah, I'm. It's it's maybe maybe it's a little bit me maybe or he could say he could say you're, uh, you know you're you're doing you're you're tr- I can see you're trying hard but your skills aren't up to patch up up to par. Oh, I need to level that up. I'm right. doing it right, but right. Give me something. Yeah, something something some kind of feedback that lets me know you know what I need to be doing. Yeah. Uh, we have some more we have some more comments from the fans, which is uh, Chris White says a good hard game has solid mechanics. Mm-hmm rewards you for completing tasks and ramps up the difficulty at a good pace to make sure you have a fair shot. A game that is too hard either has broken mechanics, doesn't reward you for completing challenge, or drops you into the deep end without a chance. Yes, and that's kind of what I was talking about when it came to Punch-Out. Punch-Out ramps it up gradually, Mm -hmm. uh, and a good game does that as well. Um, I think that uh, Castlevania, uh, from the get-go, is very hard, but it's also not, uh, there's not really a lot of leeway. Mm -hmm. I think that the the Dark Souls games do this in a very uh, great way. Bloodborne does as well, where you start out and they they show you 
literally telling you, hey, yep. this is how you do this, this is how you do this. And then they specifically put enemies in the situation that you may show up in. Yeah. Where, you know, you may have a, you'll have a note on there, specific, not not a note from a player, but a note by the developer saying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, watch watch your back, or this is how you do a backstab, and yeah. then it shows you that, and it puts you in a scenario, um, I think the beginning of Dark Souls 3 is a great example of that, you have a very specific scenario where it shows you all these different options, mm-hmm. then you're put into the real world where you can see, where, and it's also, uh, it also opens up a little bit there, so it's very uh, conveyant of what's actually happening. You're out yeah. of the tutorial, but you're not out of the tutorial. Because you run into uh, people who are, you know, coming in from from the side. If you're going specifically for an item, there's an enemy right behind that's going to backstab you. Yeah. But it doesn't it, kill you. And it sets you up for a plunging attack and yes. allows them to get plunging attacks yeah. on you. And it, it has like, you have a melee character and then you have a melee character and a ranged character. Yeah. That it has both of them together. Yep. And there's two and and like it throws different combinations yeah. at you so that you can immediately apply what you learned five minutes ago and there's even uh, and and they don't one shot kill you so if you accidentally if you realize oh this is happening then you're you immediately say oh this could happen later on and i need to worry about that i need to be cognizant of that and they they also uh the a lot of the super hard stuff right at the very beginning is optional or meant to teach you because in in demon souls in um dark souls one they have they have a stupid hard boss right at the beginning who can technically be killed yes. but no noob's gonna do that you're not supposed to kill them yeah yeah um and like the the crystal lizard in dark souls 3 yeah like you you can go forward you can take him on he's, he's almost boss level hard yes. but you don't have to fight him you can you can wait yeah. on that and come back later and kick that yeah kick that crystal lizard's butt it's it's to teach you hey you're gonna come up against these obstacles and that's okay that's that's okay and also if there's something that's too hard try another angle exactly because that part specifically you have a tutorial and if you go to the right there's a crystal lizard if you mm-hmm. go to go straight then you're you're not going to hit that right uh, and, and it, it, it locks you into a boss area and it's like okay this you do have to do this other thing you can come back later, come back later. and it and it's super fun to come yeah. back later and be like i've got all the things <laughs> yeah or pew or pew which is what I, he what yep. he did, which I did. I did dodge step 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 dodge step 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 step. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm considering playing uh, another round of it, uh, depending on time a lot and everything. It probably won't happen for a long time. Yeah. I want to do it as as a as a caster because I did melee this time. Mm-hmm. I started as a caster, ended up doing a dex build, but I want to try it as a as a caster because there's some really cool spells in it. Uh, but you end up being glass cannon, so maybe I'll respec I my do. character. What I mean, you you could put points into I HP. I could put points into HP, or you could be a boss and beat it without putting <laughs> any points into HP. Yeah, that's how that's how he does it. Because I, yeah, I did. That's how I like to do I it. Didn't. So yeah, so uh, keep keep tweeting at us. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And at Twiatch uh, everywhere except for uh, on Twitch, which we are Twiatch Gaming. Right. One day that guy's gonna give me his account or his, his username. Someday. Um, so yes. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm. We will see you next week, and have a good game. Love you guys.